This podcast was prepared by Ashley and Chavesha in their personal capacity. Their opinions expressed in this show are the host's own and do not reflect the views of any of their personal affiliations. good sis it is can i just say that i love how i'm not gonna cuss i love how she was like able to see through the bs it's kind of like i'll cuss for her (laughs) summerly can always see through the bullshit because you know just to give a brief rundown of that clip uh that was uh summerly current candidate for the pennsylvania uh, congressional race in District 12. Uh, she had an appearance on Zerlina Maxwell's show on Peacock um, this past week. And uh, she was responding to a comment from one of her opponents um, in this race, Steve Irwin, um, who, I mean, prior to us getting this show started, I was showing Shavasha some things on his website. Like, mm-hmm. summer is intimidating people out here. And listen... To make a whole page. A whole page. <laughs> a whole page. That's how you know when you're um when you're bothered. Yeah. When you're bothered. Yeah. When you make an entire page about a, a woman mm-hmm. who is qualified, who has a record of showing up 
and being who she says she is, Mm -hmm. um, making this about all of us, not Mm -hmm. about her. Um, And there's just, there's so much gaslighting that happens. And I think what's really frustrating too, and this is, this is something that I believe the democratic party really has to come to terms with. And, you know, we'll continue to follow this race and, oh my goodness, I'm going to just say November. (laughs) Well, first May, first May, May 17th, that's primary election day. But then after November, I'm going to have some words. I'm going to have some words and I'm not going to be light on my words. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like Summer said, like the the Democratic Party is ultimately um, not in touch with its base. At all. Um, Our endorsements that just happened with the, you know, Allegheny County Democratic Committee once again uh, show us how out of touch they are with um, the base and We'll see what happens in May if if they are once again proven wrong. Um, but we got to quit blaming progressives for the reason why progress isn't happening, because that's not what's happening. Mm. It's mm. it's it's our moderates. It's our folks that always want to say they want to talk about we gonna we want to go to the middle or we want to go to the yeah. other side of the aisle. Yeah. And they don't want to work with us. They made it clear in the state of Pennsylvania. It's in itself where we have probably some of the worst Republicans in the nation. They have already blatantly said they don't care what a bill is because they have a majority. You know this. They will not bring a bill to the floor. And they won't. <laughs> They don't. They, yeah, they, that's what it is. They don't. Nothing gets moved for years. Even our beloved <laughs> Senator Jay Costa. Mm. Like, literally. Nobody. But we're going to put it on the black woman and she's... As always. She's she's the one that's the problem. Mm-hmm. So, we just one wanted to give a shout out to Summer Lee because it's always Team Summer Lee over here. Always. Um, and also just kind of share, you know, this this congressional race for PA twelve, this is big. It is. Um, it is. And I know like she, I'm gonna say she is, because that's the only one I'm gonna acknowledge, <laughs> have been bringing a lot of attention to it. I feel like then it really has been. Mm-hmm. honestly um and I she's don't... got the name recognition yes yes mm-hmm. um steve got the money right he's very rich yep and summer is the real deal she's yeah. the one that had over seven thousand petition signatures mm. to get on the ballot mm. seven over seven thousand the other candidate had some issues listen i remember <laughs> There were some questionable signatures yes. on there. Some false signatures, some forged signatures. That's how you know right petitions. there when we talk about like being lost. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. so, losing you his know, power. Yeah, it's it's about to get real. And I think the the space that, you know, you and I can take up here and for those who do listen to us, um, you know, we've just got to be real with what's happening out here. There are changes that are happening. Yes. Yes. And everyone's not going to like it. As Summer said, people are going to be uncomfortable. 
because we are at a point where, you know, you may really have wanted this all your life, but if you're really about what you say we should be about as a party, that just might mean that you should sit down. But I think a lot of people, a lot of elected officials have gotten so comfortable Mm -hmm. (laughs) in their seats. Mm -hmm. Um, they gotten so comfortable because of the I want I don't want to say the ignorance of the people, but the the lack of knowledge of politics, and so they have gotten comfortable. So now you have these new people coming into these races, these young people, um, Bring black the people, people with them. yes, <laughs> and really challenging them like they have never been challenged before, mm-hmm. and it's just really showing the true reflection of the individual and the overall party like we said (laughs) there has been a comfortability that you know it happens on both sides Mm -hmm. um but when we when we talk about you know democrats right now and you know we say we want more people to show up and vote but you got to put a candidate up that the people want to show up and vote for you can and something i had to call myself out on was that you can't blame people for not wanting to go to the polls because yeah. when, sometimes when you really look at it, you'd be like, "Who am I really voting for?" And why? But, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and so you can't blame them. And yeah, I mm-hmm. appreciate those folks for mm-hmm. you know sticking to their guns. Yeah, really. I I just did. Um, I I spoke at an a an event on Sunday, a women's empowerment event. I should have told you about that too, but. You know, I'm in this super pregnancy stage where I'd be like, dang it, Memory why, did loss. I say, why did I say yes? Why did I say yes? But it ended up being super dope. Um, uh, a woman named Casey that uh, Dante knows um, reached out and asked me to just literally come and talk about like my experiences of being involved with politics and our local government. And now, you know, having a friend like Summer being involved in a level of government that is federal, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a whole new ball game. And uh, we were talking about voter engagement and people showing up to vote. And this is something that me and summer, like you said, having to check myself in regards to like trying to get people to go vote. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, we want our people to go vote, but we also can't just be saying like our ancestors fought for this because they didn't fight for us to vote for these trash people either. And so You know, we have to um, reconcile with that. Yep. Um, you know, here in PA, we've got Summer, who is bold and fearless. And uh, she's she's the type of candidate that gets people feeling like, yes, she's speaking to me, with yes. me, about me, yes. for me. Yes. <laughs> and we're not used to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, I, I may have said this on the last episode, like the petitioning part, like, how many people in our community have a candidate come up to their door and ask them to sign their petition to be on the ballot? I don't ever. Ever. I've never, since my 18 years old self was able to vote, have never gotten that. Ever. Knock. No. My first mm-hmm. experience was, something, well, no, my first experience was my race mm-hmm. when I ran for school board and was like, I only need 10 signatures? Oh. Yeah. You know? And then summer's first race when she ran for state rep the first time and we recently we talked about this earlier today because i swear it just goes to show our level of like growing in Mm -hmm. this space because you know the state rep candidates they need 300 signatures Mm -hmm. but i swear we got like thousands of signatures her first race but 
I thought that was the minimum that you right. had to have was a thousand, no. but it was just getting more than the minimum yes. because they challenge yep. your ballots mm-hmm. or whatnot. Yeah. But I was like, summer 300 signatures. Like now <laughs> we're out, like it's a lot, but we can get these 300 signatures out here and you know, people do it, you know, you, yeah. th- this petitioning period was crazy, but yeah, like there's just so many levels to it. And mm-hmm. that clip, you know, I think I wanted to share that clip because we have to call it out, you know, like Summer's the candidate. She don't got time to be talking about this kind of stuff, like in in this detailed capacity outside of what she said in response to right. him. But for us, when we see that, like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go to blows <laughs> all about like, what did you say about my friend? What did you say right. about my state rep? What did, right. you, what did you say? <laughs> um, And so... And they do that to throw you off. Mm-hmm. They do that because they don't want to focus on the the real issues. What they don't do. <laughs> right. What they can't do. <laughs> they don't like, want to focus on the real issues. That's it. That's really what it is. That's exactly what it is. <sighs> so yeah, that was our that was our clip for the for I love the week. that we chose that clip. Me too. Because when we started, I was like, I don't know what we're gonna talk about. Ashley like, should have oh. sent me this clip uh, Monday. I know. <laughs> when I was having a rough day. I should have. <laughs> I should have, but about our weeks, how are you? I am, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I had a, a rough, a rough weekend, rough start of the week, um, but was instantly lifted when my family and friends was texting me some, you know, inspirational messages to bring my spirits up. Mm-hmm. So at this place now in time i'm good <laughs> that's good listen it'd be rough out here it do how are you feeling i'm feeling pretty good i'm feeling real stuffed with this baby in my of belly <laughs> but other than that i'm good it's busy you know yes. i'm like winding down to the end of this pregnancy and trying to wrap up stuff at work and mm-hmm. making sure people are good when i'm out because mm-hmm. i'm not working on maternity leave <laughs> As I will, you should not yeah i will not be answering an email i'm just not doing it right so yeah i'm literally i said on twitter i think i said this on twitter yesterday like you know i don't, I don't know it's not my my role to question why you know, God has me in this season of like rest and like, you know, slowing down, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to complain about that. But what I will say is I'm really doing that right now. Like I'm, I'm taking a step back. I'm saying, I'm starting to say no to things. Like I got an email earlier about a training for some, the, the work we've been doing with the water authority. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can't make that. I just can't do it. Well, and I, I felt good after I said that. Yeah, but when I pop back out, <laughs> folks better watch out. Oh yeah, we know, we know. But before we get off this topic, um, you know, he gives you what you need, mm-hmm. and so you may not know that you need it, um, but you you also have a little person inside of you, mm-hmm. <laughs> so he give you what you need. He preparing yeah. you for what's to come. And he, he sure did. She wasn't gonna sit down, y'all. So I God wasn't. had to make her. <laughs> he, did. he really made me sit. He really made me sit down. Like in so many ways, he made me sit down, and I I, I see why. I, I yes. see it. Yes. And I gotta quit, you know, questioning that. Yes. So you know, 
that's how that's how we uh we doing this episode i feel like we'll we won't be as long as our last our, no. our comeback episode we had so much to catch y'all up on like i know that was a lot the world that is a lot in a, in a place right now yes so what's up today's april 5th uh, the next time we talk to y'all, we're going to have some results from a special election that's going special on today. today. Yes. What districts are in this special election? District 24 and District 19. Yes. I actually got a text today from a friend mm-hmm. about, um, let me see, about the districts. Because remember last time we were trying to figure out like all the communities and where's that text message at? i know i had it oh here it is i'm like i thought it was my other chat i got a i got a group chat with my church family but it wasn't in that group <laughs> chat it was a different one so district 19 which was previously held by jake wheatley includes um neighborhoods in the city allentown belt Suver, downtown hazelwood the hill district south oakland south side parts of it and uptown um <laughs> north side listed and it's okay. parts of the hill district because it's not all of the hill district so i gotta make that correction and then the north side allegheny center allegheny west california kirkbrad central north side chateau deutschtown fineview manchester marshall shadeland north shore perry south that's crazy wait that's the new list or the old list that's oh shoot i'm glad you said that because when you said that's the half, current yeah that's the current yeah, list when you Sorry. said half of the hill i was like wait a minute sis no that's all the whole hill. <laughs> <laughs> i do got i do got my uh ride or die for the hill up on here so let me correct it this is the current map so okay. it is the whole hill district okay um so i correct myself on that it is the whole hill district and then for the 24th district special election which is to complete the remainder of former representative Ed Ganey's seat mm-hmm. is uh, in the city, East Liberty, Garfield, Highland Park, Homewood, Lar- Larimer. I always be like, <laughs> how am I supposed to pronounce that? Lincoln, Lemington, Belmar, and then all of Wilkinsburg, which is where I reside. Yes. And so, yeah, that's going down today. Um, I'll, I'll share the 24th district. So the 24th district uh, the Democratic uh, candidate that was selected was Martel Covington. So he is on the ballot. And there is also a writing candidate for this race, um, which is Natisha Washington. Mm-hmm. And then there is a Republican who was on the ballot, um, Todd Elliott uh, Kroger. So whoever's mm-hmm. running that campaign for Todd Elliott Kroger got signs all up and down these streets i'm like oh y'all going hard for todd huh listen um so yeah the next time we have a our, our next episode we will be able to give you the results for 24 yes. and i'm gonna I'm let uh shavesha give a little rundown on 19th district so 19th is um arion ebony who is running he does not have an opponent but um you could also write in names mm-hmm. And uh, Reverend Glenn Grace, Reverend Glenn Grayson, um, as the what's the correct terminology? He's the right in candidate. Yeah, the right in candidate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, my pastor, y'all. Yeah, um, Arion has run 
like I think this is maybe his like third year running, fourth year. I think running? it's his fourth. Yeah. Fourth time running. Um, yeah. So yeah, those are the two. Those are. The- Right after this, because we are still in an election season, the state mm-hmm. rep house seats are only two year um, terms. And so there is a primary. Which is kind of crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. That it's it's kind of like, like, what can you get done in two years? Listen, finish one year, you was running because you got to prepare to run in the year before. Yeah, you so. always campaigning as a state yeah. rep. Always so campaigning. It's like every other year you're campaigning. Yep. <laughs> yep. So it's like you got to stay on um, and hope that nobody runs against you because. Whew. It's the work. Yes. Um, but yeah, so for the May 17th primary, the districts switch up because we got new maps. So the new maps are going to be in effect uh, for that race. And uh, there are for 24, it will, of course, be Martel Covington, who will then, if he presumably will win today's special election will be the incumbent in the race mm-hmm. and he is running against uh latasha d mays um latasha is the former executive director of new executive director and founder let me correct that because sis been out here working right um of new voices for reproductive justice and is there anybody else in that? Oh, yeah. So there are a lot of other people in that race. <laughs> um, there will also be William Anderson and Randall Taylor. And there's another woman on the ballot we were talking about. I'm not sure what the status is, if anyone challenged their petitions. Mm-hmm. And I don't know their last name, but I believe the first name is Perlina. But I don't know what the last name is. So there are five candidates on that particular ballot. Which, you know, I just, I don't know. I just get so frustrated with, with folks, yeah. but that's what it is. But <laughs> the top candidates, I would say the the front runner, of course, would be whoever the incumbent may be in the mm-hmm. 24th district. And Latasha, you know, this isn't her first race. Um, she's ran before for city council against the current councilwoman, Deb Gross. Um mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that that's a race to watch right now. Everybody's got their eyes on that district yep. and seeing what happens. Um, you know, that was what Shavasha was also um, hinting to earlier. I was in that race, <laughs> but, you know, the good Lord says, sis, you about to sit down and have this baby. <laughs> and so my community, Wilkesburg, will no longer be in the 24th district. We will be in the 34th district which is currently represented by the amazing Summer Lee, mm-hmm. um, who also has an opponent in that race. I feel like this might be my space for making my point that I want to say about her race in 34 because mm-hmm. she has an opponent. Um, I'm not even going to say their name. She has an opponent who, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is a, a reflection of what is wrong with the Democratic Party. Yeah. Um, we talk about folks yeah we talk about folks who want to be allies and folks who are you know in this work about representing um, the people in the district and Summer's district with these new maps has gone uh, from a majority white community to uh, a majority minority Mm -hmm. or a minority opportunity district Mm -hmm. meaning that it allows um a larger, uh, a bigger opportunity for that seat to 
be held by a person of color. Right. And right now we have a white woman who is running against Summer. And, you know, as a resident in Wilkinsburg, how you feel like you can represent me and my needs? Right. That's just how I feel about it. And the right. needs of the majority of the folks in this community. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a little problematic for me, but it is what it is. Like Summer said, sometimes people don't know when you should, your 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 support is sitting down. <laughs> okay. That's what support looks like. Right. So. Um, I don't think they have gotten there yet. <laughs> so, yeah. And then. 19 is the same too for the primary it is it is it'll be ariel ebony reverend grayson reverend um glenn grayson Mm -hmm. um yeah this is like this is a lot like this is is a lot for pittsburgh Mm -hmm. (laughs) and also after these special elections are over i think and we you know we'll talk about that maybe the next maybe the next episode is the episode where we dig in to the races right so um yeah, we'll um so what this next one, I feel like we can we're gonna get to this next topic because it's kinda like, Oh, where you been? Oh, there you go. So <laughs> former mayor of Pittsburgh, uh Mayor Bill Peduto has just recently announced yesterday that he has accepted a job at uh Carnegie Mellon University. Mm. He will be joining Heinz College of Information Systems and Public Policy as a distinguished executive in residence the university what does that even mean like what does what does that even mean say that one more time (laughs) (laughs) run that back a distinguished executive in residence so it says he'll serve as a guest lecturer and co-teach a course according to university officials but okay, let me see this one more time. Distinguished <laughs> executive in, in residency. residency. In residence. Oh, residence. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Distinguished executive. They in made residence. that up. Was there yeah, a previous? Because I'm like, I'm like trying to connect like even what it possibly can mean. And then it was giving me like the first thing that comes in my mind is like expert of executive leadership. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> so he'll what I foresee it being because it's they're using the role of executive and it made me think about um, a training that I had done with Lee PA, which was called ready to ED. And the goal of the program was to um, train minorities in who have a, 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 who have a goal to one day being in an executive leadership role. Mm -hmm. So that could be like, it, whether it's in in public office, whether you're a mayor or a governor or mm-hmm. a county executive, um, he will serve in a role where he can discuss, you know, I guess those kind of experiences. Okay. So okay. that's what I that's what I foresee. Um, well, of course, they're going to make up a special title. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, a quote from this article, this article is from the Trib Live. And he says, during my time on the city council and as mayor, I had the opportunity to work with the university and college on several events and initiatives. I am pleased to formalize our relationship and work together to educate our leaders of tomorrow. So, yeah, I mean, that's basically what he'll do. You know, not that I ever had a question about him landing 
firmly Absolutely on his not. feet after he <laughs> lost that election Absolutely against uh, current Mayor Ed Ganey. Um, it's actually quite a privilege to come out of office in January and, you know, in April announced like, oh, I'm about to start working again. Right. Like, must be nice. I'm like, in the city. Must be nice. Carnegie Mellon. Carnegie Mellon. Yeah. So, you know, no shade. You know, I think it's a a great opportunity. It just, I, I guess when I hear things like this, though... I want us as a as a region to recognize like how do things play out for other folks? Meaning like in in a moment of defeat when when you you don't achieve something because you've been defeated. Mm-hmm. Um the bounce back that everyone has mm. or different different folks will have what, right. what would that look like right 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 it just right, makes right. me wonder yeah what would that look like yeah so you know well no y'all be seeing on that carnegie mellon <laughs> i know i'm curious to see what kind of work will come of that and i'm curious to see if he has if he will take the education that he learned or that he knows because you know there's a difference mm. <laughs> That's a good point. Some executive leadership. Yeah. There's lessons in everything. Absolutely. So we'll be keeping an eye out on that. So, you know, we'll be watching CMU and uh, I'm hoping that the students are going to, you know, challenge Mm -hmm. what they had challenge this, this, this experience. Right. Um, from someone with a title of distinguished executive, mm-hmm. um, you ain't distinguished from being perfect, right? And that that to me is what really brings a real lesson. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's that's a uh, Padudas at CMU now, y'all. Yeah, that's big. It is. Like, that's Carnegie Mellon. It is. It is. And like you said, we glad he landed on his feet. And we wish him the best of luck. The best of luck. And I got faith in the students of today. Oh, absolutely. To challenge him? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. my generation, <laughs> our generation, was like, right. <laughs> they making me feel old now. Like, oh, wait, I wasn't that bold. Right. I'm but more I'm bold now, are. but yeah, they I'm make me be more bold. Like, well, well, if they gonna say it, then I'm really gonna say it because I I got a little bit of experience with that. Listen, whether you on the scholarship or paying full ride, like you pay for that experience, you get every bit of knowledge that you can out of that experience. So, yes, he has the knowledge. Challenge him, and not challenge him like on the on a negative, like you know, from a negative angle, but. You know, don't be afraid to, if something doesn't make right, to make sense or, you know, to speak up about that. Yes. And Call it out. Yeah, we're going we gonna to be, you know, don't let me meet a CMU student. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> Her, she got to go. She got to go. Listen, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'll be like, so are you taking that course? <laughs> Have you had a guest lecturer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably going to be a good position for him. 
Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think, you know, yeah, I I can't, you know. I won't disagree on that. It's it's a I will say it's not a shocker. Mm-hmm. It's not a shocker. I'm not shocked at all. It's actually what I would expect. Well, when he first, well, not when he first left office, but when he left office and did an interview, didn't he? I could have swore he said he wanted to do something. And he did. What did he say? It was his, do you remember? Um, let me actually go to the tweet because um, I, 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 I retweeted this from a uh, public source reporter Charlie Wolfson. I'm a fan of Charlie Wolfson and his Twitter. Um, shout out to the journalist. Shout out to the journalist. Did I even retweet that? Maybe I no, I didn't retweet it because I yeah, no. Why would I retweet it? Okay. But I it's on his page, but you know they be tweeting so much, but he mentioned that this was something that he had um yeah he hinted in december he announces the consulting firm he hinted at in december okay i thought it was i thought it was a campaign for some odd reason but it's consulting firm yeah okay yeah mr okay. court yep so you know always always got something up the sleeves of course Whew. of course so back to these political streets though mm-hmm. what's next petitioning is over yes just want to give a big up to everyone who had to petition for the Absolutely. state house seats um that's hard work campaigning is hard grassroots root work <laughs> and their, their time frame something that you typically can have three weeks to do they had mm-hmm. to do in a week mm-hmm. um and that that's just i mean first off that's disenfranchisement right there that's number it one is, it is um but did the but did the the state of pennsylvania care no that's just what it was because right. folks are mad out here because things are changing. That's what mm-hmm. it is. Things are changing and folks are mad. And so they're doing any and everything that they can do. Because you figure we were supposed to have these maps a year ago. A year ago. Yeah. That's that's politics for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's just that's politics. So yeah. But petitioning is over. Uh, petitioning is like probably my least favorite part about campaigning. Mm-hmm um it's the prob- it's the most important part about campaigning because that's it how is. you get on the ballot but it's 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 brutal you know especially when you're the type of candidate that is going to a space of folks who are not you know as folks like to call your super voters or your people mm-hmm. who are consistently engaged mm-hmm. you know um knocking in neighborhoods that i did i did a few um where people aren't used to someone even just coming to knock on their door just because like a stranger yeah we were talking Ooh. about that how i like i said ever since i was old enough to vote i don't ever recall signing a petition that way i have signed petitions in other ways mm-hmm. <laughs> um like might have caught me walking or i even was a volunteer mm-hmm. you get me and just happen to live in a district but to actually be home and like no i've never ever experience that ever Mm -mm. and it says a lot i think 
about yeah. why representation looks how it looks. Yeah. Because we've historically had candidates who didn't feel like they needed to come to our neighborhood. You're right. To ask us, can I be on your ballot? Can do you support me wanting to be on your ballot to then decide if you want to vote for me? Right. Backwards. <laughs> yeah. Like just backwards. Yep. So, you know, just kind of want to explain that part of this process when we talk about candidates and running for office because the petitioning period is real. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know. And thank those that was out there mm-hmm. door knocking and mm-hmm. doing that hard work because mm-hmm. it, it is a lot. <laughs> yes, it is a lot. And, um, you know. It's over. Yeah, now it's on to the, the, the remainder of what? We're probably about a little less than seven weeks out from our election. Mm-hmm. It's such a timeline for me because I'm like, dang it, that's how many weeks out from this baby. <laughs> this baby's coming. <sighs> I and just I thought, asked you that too at the beginning of the show. Like, you're due next month, right? Mm-hmm, next month. Wow. So we probably take a little break, but I don't know mm-hmm. how long. I'm going to be on maternity leave, so I'll probably be like, we're going to do some episodes. Y'all going to hear the little, little baby. <laughs> I'll be over here his breastfeeding and talking. <laughs> he going to be used to this like his sister is. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what else we got? Um, so petitioning is over. Mm-hmm. These congressional races are, they they are happening. Um the PA-12 and PA-17 races are the ones that really affect us. Yeah, I'm in 17. You're in 12. Mm-hmm. You're in the yep. city. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yep. we, we, I love that, the, <laughs> that dynamic that we're able to offer. Listen, um, y'all, before I came to Ashley's house, I said, Ashley, your house is so far. <laughs> <laughs> we so Pittsburgh. Cause you go anywhere else, you driving like, 30 minutes to go everywhere yes and it's just i don't know just yeah i don't live in the city though and i i don't go outside the city yep <laughs> yep yep don't go outside the city ever <laughs> so we are you know we talked a little bit about the the 12th congressional race but the 17th congressional race which is technically where i live now mm-hmm. which is wild as heck to me mm-hmm. um, my district also includes beaver county and so that is mm. so interesting for me um and so wow it is wow y'all with beaver county mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the suburbs mm. that um, have uh, uh, a residents, specifically black folks who have been pushed out of the city right. um, are in. And so now our congressional representation will not have any connection to a city that has folks that would need or have meet some of the needs that we have, mm-hmm. but we ain't city residents. And so we just got knocked off the block. I, I, I know how I feel about it. I feel right. like it was intentional because that that kind of support really pushes what a city district could be when we talk mm-hmm. about minority and black representation mm-hmm. um and they that, afraid of it that kind of makes sense um this is a little bit off topic but i'm feeling like i'm connecting some dots but with the affordable housing the city losing affordable housing and people having to go to the suburbs to get affordable housing mm-hmm. and so i think like that's really showing that too like mm-hmm. okay this is what's happening y'all are making 
homes unaffordable in the city so that you all can come back into the city and pushing us out. Yep. <laughs> and I'm just like, but full your representation here. can't look like right. you, girl. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. And everybody want to act like y'all think we did this on purpose. Yes, the hell yes. we do. That's yes, actually. Yes, that's absolutely. exactly what we think you're doing. Yes. Because y'all yes. see, you know, what's happening from DC mm-hmm. to the local school boards. Y'all know what y'all doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we as people can't just sit back blindly to that. No. It's so important that we recognize because this ain't new. This has been going on for years. It has been. Forever. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, we're doing a lot of work to get our voices back. And we can't stop. You know, right. um, like we said at the beginning of the show, you know, with having a candidate like Summer Lee running for office, they are going like full steam ahead on her from an establishment standpoint mm. because she challenges people. She makes people uncomfortable because what they mm-hmm. are used to mm-hmm. is no longer what is. Mm-hmm. And um, whether it's that race, whether we're talking about the Supreme Court, you know, races, and we about to tap in it out in, in a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. These races coming up, this is a big year, y'all. This is a big year. It is. And this, I think it's huge for black people mm-hmm. like we are really i mean not saying that we haven't seen our faces in these seats and positions but we really haven't like let's in pennsylvania we have not right so to see all of this transitioning happen and us as a people move up and push through these doors like mm-hmm. it's just like this is we're really making history like this, this is, is history, history. <laughs> we are living history right yes, now yes like mm-hmm. i think about this every day like i have to I have to be engaged with what's going on because I feel like, well, you know, when I have great grandkids, I want to be able to tell them like, yes, I watched it on TV. Yes, I was there. Yes. Yes, I seen it. Yes, yes. we got some pictures. Yes, <laughs> like for real. Yes, like, I mean, that's what our ancestors left us, like mm-hmm. those memories, those stories. So that's why I think it's so critical to be engaged. Like, it, is. it is. And we want to make it, you know, relatable for the folks that check us out. Right. Because they ain't trying to make it relatable to us they haven't made it relatable to us <laughs> we had to take the learning we into our own hands <laughs> yes so um since we already kind of talked about like we're gonna really dive into uh the state house the state i should say races that are happening we do have our uh, the other federal races, our Senate race for the Democratic seat. And also just to remind y'all, we only talk about Democrats really on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I ain't giving no names to not a Republican. Not that Democrats are great, but right. we got to work with what we got to work with. Mm-hmm. And I can't work with people who, you know, their goal is to harm my folks. Right. So... Um, for the PA Democratic Senate race, we've got Malcolm Kenyatta, uh, Connor Lamb, mm-hmm. and John Fetterman. Fetterman. Mm-hmm. They just had a debate a couple days ago, and once again, <laughs> our lieutenant governor did not show up. Talk about comfortable. Mm-hmm. Comfortable, privileged. Privilege. That's another, yep. That's exactly what was coming to my mind. Because mm-hmm. you think you're in your seat and that you can maneuver how you mm-hmm. want to maneuver and that you don't have to be mm-hmm. in the forefront. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, an explanation to people who have questions mm-hmm. about your abilities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and your 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 reputation. Yes. 
Yes. And, um, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things going around within my community too, that like, when I, when I want someone to represent me, I want them to not look at a community like men as less than. Right. And so I think that I, I have a lot of questions and to not be able to see things, um, in a formal debate, uh, space right now is frustrating. Um, undemocratic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this whole this whole line of like I've won statewide before you won statewide on um the governor's ticket I don't care if you won statewide or whatever it's just like any other race when you win and it's time for another race you mm. show up and you show out mm. speak on it <laughs> like Speak you on can't it. you you can't talk about last year or the year before that's Speak winning. We talking about now. Yep. <laughs> what can you do for me now? <laughs> yep. Yep. So yeah, that's happening with the Senate races. It's just so unfortunate. Um, it is. I am proud to see the way that Malcolm Kenyatta has been able to hold his own. He has been um Kind of showing people who didn't think he would even make it this far. Mm-hmm. He's, he's been he's been like killing it. Like he's been doing he's, he's been, been doing, doing good. Amazing. So yeah. you know we'll see what happens. Um, that race is a big one because we getting rid of Toomey and we cannot replace him with another Republican. Them dudes oh is crazy gosh. on the other side, y'all. They cray cray. I feel like he was in office for he has ever. been in law. And the last time we reelected him, I was like, y'all know this is six more years of him. I like remember him as a kid. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm old with the about to be thirty. Like literally, I remember him as a kid. Like, crazy. So mm. yeah, and then you know, uh, the next what else? Well, I guess are there? We don't have any Senate races up here right now. Um, Jay's not up for reelection, Mm-mm. so that we don't have no Senate state Senate races, but we do have state House races because, mm-hmm. like we said, they run every two years. Yes, there's a lot going on with these state House races. Um. Our Democratic committee for Allegheny County is just out of touch. <laughs> and so we that's why I really wanted to devote some time for those races. Mm-hmm. And hopefully maybe we'll be able to get some interviews yeah, with some candidates um, before the primary. But we'll see because... I'm about to say, Ashley's sitting here like she about to pop. <laughs> yeah, I, I might pop, y'all. So I don't know. We're going to just see what it do. We'll see what the baby. I almost said his name, but I don't want his name out on it on it on the uh, podcast yet. But uh, yeah, we'll see. But there's right. a lot of state house races that are happening right now. Look at your state house representatives, not your congressional representatives, your state house representatives. Those are the races that we need to be paying attention to. Um, and then we got some national news. We're gonna run through real quick. Mm-hmm. We on the next steps with uh, having our first black woman Supreme Court justice. She's doing amazing. She is amazing. Um, um, Judge Kentanji Brown Jackson. Jackson Brown. Jackson Brown. That's what yeah. happened when you got two black last names, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> or middle <Right>. last name. <laughs> They get twisted into angle. Or wait, uh, no, tingle. it is Brown Jackson. Brown Jackson. You okay. said it right. Okay. <laughs> See, look. One of them names. Oh, 
I'm going to just call her Katanji because I like to say her first name. Yes. Because it's beautiful. Judge Katanji. It's beautiful. Whose birthday is the day after mine. Oh, for real? Mm -hmm. She a Virgo. I love that. (laughs) I did not know that. She is. So that's my girl because just because. Um, So it's looking pretty good for her. It is. She's got uh, Republican senators, Lisa Murkowski, I want to say of Alaska and Mitt Romney. Where's Mitt Romney at? I forget where Mitt Romney's out of, what state he's out of. Is but he Kentucky? No, he's not Kentucky. That's uh, um, Lindsey Graham. No. Oh, uh, okay. That's okay, okay. McConnell. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. Uh, that They will vote to confirm uh, Judge Katanji Brown Jackson um, to elect her to the Supreme Court. Um, so it's a little bit of bipartisan support for her. And um, he's from Utah. There we so, go. Yeah. yeah. I, I had to look it up because I was like, that's going to bug me. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to read down a little more. He's from Utah. So, yeah, yeah. like that's, you know, the next step. She she uh, came out of the Senate committee. 11 mm-hmm. 11 split. Yep. Of course. Which they, they, we, they predicted that. Yeah, yeah. And then we was just looking at them stupid tweets from uh congress uh person um she probably hates to say that too you're a congress person i'm not even <laughs> i'm not even yes i'm I'm giving you an a non-gendered <laughs> title congress person um i'm marjorie taylor green out of um. georgia just like just the whole point that they're trying to pull with this pedophile talk i don't like it yeah and um it's been made in multiple points during her confirmation hearings that she votes literally with 80 percent of her you know peers when we think about you know the cases that she sees um in the federal courts i love how people be having opinions on things who ain't been in these positions girl Girl, people that's way less qualified than yes. her to even be in the positions that they in. Yes, <laughs> like it just like, it just amazes me. Like I'm just like, yeah, it takes me back because I just yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, um, and who else? Oh, there's another senator, Susan Collins of Maine, also announced that last week that she would back Jackson noting that her stellar qualifications as a federal judge, public defender, and member of the U.S. Sentencing Commission. Mm-hmm. You know, she is just, she is more qualified than every single justice every we got right one. now. But we talk about it, and we talk about it all the time, which is, no ma- as a black woman, no matter what you achieve in this world, you're always going to, they're always going to question your value and your mm-hmm. worth. Always. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like when you don't have nothing, then they, they talk about getting something. And then when mm-hmm. you get something, it's like, okay, but show us how you did it. It's mm-hmm. like, you, we can never just be congratulated. Just, just nope. congratulate me. Nope. <laughs> ever, ever. You have to prove it. And you have to work 10 times as harder. So, And there is still a conservative-leaning Supreme Court. Like, that's just what it is. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, some other big news. What 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 they about to do with these loans? What they about to do with these loans? You know, 
Uncle Joe extended it to <laughs> to August. He might as well just can't. Uncle Joe just cancel the loans. Cancel the loans, Uncle Joe. Ain't nobody dying with these loans not being Listen. paid right now. Cancel the loans, Uncle Joe. We cancel them. <laughs> cancel them. If you could push it back and extend it, you could cancel it. I just, you know, thank thank you. As as we're in this huge, you know, uh, what is what's I'm losing my word right now, but while pandemic. what's the word the pandemic? But we pay more money for everything. Inflation, yes, inflation, inflation is mm-hmm. kicking my ass, mm-hmm. like literally kicking my ass. And I'm supposed to be my family, my household is supposed to be considered middle class. This is kicking our ass. Listen, whether it's gas or groceries, everything. Like shoot, I'm thankful. It like looked, the baby's looked. finally potty trained because I can't buy two sets of diapers. <laughs> Utility bills is going Girl, up. Everything, is everything. Yeah. and then y'all was gonna try to put these loans back on us this month <laughs> or next month. Like what? What? Just let them go, Joe. Let we let we go. let them go. It's time for you to let them. I go. have forgiven myself. I have forgiven myself. <laughs> I have forgiven myself for my choices. Yes. <laughs> you gotta take it up with God at this point. Listen, <laughs> like when I googled that. And saw that I was like, thank you, because May's I got a baby coming. <laughs> like, I needed that. I needed yes, that extension. Yes. We're trying to buy a house. <sighs> just for that's one just cancel. Cancel student loan debt. Lord. You wanted to kick up all this money for war. Cancel them debts. We can always kick up money for war though, right? Always. 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 In the and it ain't even our war. Crazy. It ain't <laughs> our war. This ain't even our war. This ain't our war. I can't remember the exact number, but I remember it being in trillions of dollars towards the war. Like, oh yeah, uh, they they've gotten they're they've gotten a, a billion. That's just like my. I think, but we budget a trillion for war though. <laughs> but you can't cancel that? student loan debts. Mm. Listen. Okay. Listen. So that's that's going through. Well, it's expected to go through mm-hmm. because you know there's Democrats applying pressure, you know, for the Biden administration to um, further pause these loan repayments. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we just we got to keep applying pressure, keep calling, keep calling, y'all, keep tweeting. They yes. checking the twitters. Yes, and that's who. Let me just acknowledge that real quick because I, I I've said this before on like my social media platform i have to give it to the the advocates it's the advocates that be changing these laws mm-hmm. like it elected officials do to some extent the the ones that are really in it for the right reasons do yeah but it really be the, the people on the ground and they're the ones <laughs> getting their elected officials to move it yes it's, it's the, it's the yes. candidates it's the it's the representatives mm-hmm. who are on the ground hearing their constituents nothing ever changed without a movement yep Mm-hmm. nothing and i tell people that in politics like when i'm talking and they're like well how do we make them <laughs> make you them. want my I know vote that sounds crazy but make them do you want my vote <laughs> like make them. and when we collectively do that we get collective action mm-hmm. we don't get that action because they ain't dependent on our vote mm-hmm. they depended on the money to continue to fool all of us to think that they're doing what we need them to do and they not. Right. And then they also want to, like I said, create this narrative to to the folks who are actually in Har- not Harrisburg, in D.C. Mm-hmm. and Harrisburg fighting for us 
that they're the problem, yeah. that they're the obstructionist. Mm-hmm. But the obstructionists are the moderates <laughs> and this polarized space of politics that we're in. And the leftists, in my opinion, ain't the good, ain't the bad guys. Listen, they're not the bad guys. Oh my gosh, I said this before in the Uber ride, y'all, one night. <laughs> <laughs> and we was talking politics and i said that it's like at this point you really can't tell like party from party <laughs> like Mm-mm. and when you can it's it's the the folks that are on the democratic side that are actually you know fighting for what we say we want mm-hmm. boldly they're the ones that are being attacked because they're they're pushing us further away from business as usual Mm -hmm. and um we need more of them Mm -hmm. as long as y'all gonna keep electing these marjorie green taylors and these trumps i need me a i need me an aoc i need me a summer lee Mm -hmm. that's what i need yep so yeah and as we talk about these extreme right folks (laughs) we got a supreme court justice whose wife is out here supporting the, the insurrectionists. Man. Like, how compromising is that? Yeah, that's wild. And they want him removed as well. And I don't blame them. <laughs> um, because that's just, I mean, I part of me gets it. Like, everybody's allowed to have their own political party. Mm-hmm. Um, but some things are just inappropriate. Like, <sighs> his wife, uh, Justice Clarence Tom- Thomas. Mm-hmm. His wife, Virginia Thomas. Where'd it go? Urged White House chief to pursue unrelenting efforts to overturn the 2020 elections, according to actual text messages. That is illegal. Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. And I want to see how they hold this like how they hold this situation hold the people in this situation accountable like i really want to see that like yes we know she did it but what's going to happen nothing what <laughs> and that's what we need like mm-hmm. what is going to happen yep 29 messages in total reveal an extraordinary pipeline between virginia thomas who goes by jenny and president donald trump's top aide when his allies were vowing to go to the supreme court in an effort to negate the election results. I mean, she's just the wife of one of the justices and she's just <laughs> kind of encouraging the the chief of staff to to push this to that same court. Which like and that can we all go back to Bush and Gore? Can we just go back yeah. mm-hmm. to Bush and Gore and what mm-hmm. went down? Mm-hmm. I mean, it has happened in our lifetime. Absolutely. Hell yeah. So, um, I just want to see somebody being held accountable this time, man. So, you know, those, these are like the real deal. It's like the last battle. Yeah. It's, it's the, the last battle for folks who are used to, you know, some old days of being just proud and racist. Yes. And this, I'm with the new generation coming and the new 
upcoming young, you know, elected officials. Um, like you said, it's changing. It is changing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's just so. So, yeah, like there's just there's just so much that can be said about this. This instance with a Supreme Court justice and his wife. Mm hmm. And what the implications are mm-hmm. of what what did it say her what did they call her a conservative activist is that what this report called her is that what she's what she is listen <laughs> is that what they call her like is that the title she goes by you just don't even be knowing oh, right like. Uh, I don't even want to know what that was about to talk about. But yeah, like, she's a conservative activist. And um, I just want us to be aware. Right. Of what's happening. Mm -hmm. And how these people are moving. And it's time to get folks out. We can't do much about Supreme Court justices in these lifetime appointments. Right. I got some opinions about that. But, you know. Yeah, people are on watch, mm-hmm. and we cannot allow the next appointment of a next Supreme Court justice be with a Republican. I just want us—I just want us to understand that mm-hmm. as we think about the next election cycle, as we think about not only Supreme Court justices, but we also think about all federal court-appointed judges um, by the President of the United States. Um, that's where Trump did his work. Oh yeah, Trump did his work right there. God, I can't use another Trump. <laughs> like he did his work in them courts, and I think that we, you know, there's a lot of um, uh, balancing that we need to see happen for our kids, our generation. I don't even think it's balancing though. I feel like it's like he. For them, for him to get like the support he got in the court in the justice system, just showed like the the racist like history. Well, yeah, th- especially with the Supreme Court, but the federal court. There's so many federal court judges. Like Obama, low key. That's that's he was weak on that. Yeah, he didn't appoint he didn't appoint a lot of judges. Yeah, and so those are other points to. And of course, I'm sure it was probably harder for him because they took, what was it? Was it two opportunities of a Supreme mm-hmm. Court? No, he had one opportunity to nominate, but they they wouldn't push it because the Republicans had control of both the House and mm-hmm. the Senate. So this time around, you know, plays in 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 Biden's favor, and you know, I'm I'm just thinking about you know, we got some other elderly folks on the Supreme Court. So you know, yep. Um, yeah. So keep a lookout for that, y'all. Supreme yeah. Court, some things happening over there. <laughs> I don't know some what's things. going on in the world of politics, but there is a lot always <laughs> happening. Always, always, uh. always. It's always moving. It's always going, and that's why we need to, you know, use spaces like this so we yeah. can try to bring the conversation to people like us right 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 politic and for us bias 
I love that man. <laughs> <laughs> it flows. It does. I love it. It, it, it flows. Goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the last thing, and I feel like we don't really need to even like harbor on this long, but y'all know Trump. He's just foul. There's gaps in phone records. He was the most ghetto president <laughs> ever. Like he really was. Everybody loved him to talk about black folks and we didn't. Trump was ghetto. He was. Mm. Mm. It was just a lot. A and like lot. the thought of him like running again and possibly winning. Imagine a black man like, acted like that up in the office. A black woman would never. Like, I don't, that was just, yeah. Mm. I don't even have words for it. Like, how do you just have a gap in phone records? Like, a whole business day for real. He's on the day. Been, he's been doing what the fuck he has wanted to do this entire the whole like, time. Yeah. The whole time. <laughs> and have had no accountability None. whatsoever except him going through the court system, and that's taken forever. He plays <laughs> dumb and it works for him. Yes, it works for him. And he's. He's just, I mean, we know about Trump. Trump is corrupt as fuck. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we talked about this a little bit before, you know, this show started, but it's like, um, the, the point is, what was the point about during the gap in the White House logs that day? Trump allegedly spoke with former Vice President Mike Pence, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy and senate mike lee senator mike lee and he reportedly called lee in order to get in touch with senator tommy tuberville from alabama among others but ain't no record just gone (laughs) yeah so there and then i I remember seeing like they was asking him if he had a burner phone and he gonna say he don't know what a burner phone is yes you do know what a burner phone is (laughs) Yes, you do. You know. Uh, not that you don't know what a burner phone is. He know exactly what a burner phone. Y'all love to call them Obama phones. Is that what we need to call it? I remember them calling it Obama phones. Oh my phone. goodness. Oh my gosh. Black people are hilarious. Listen. <laughs> so they're questioning if he used personal disposable phones to communicate that day. Um, he reportedly said in a statement that he had no idea what a burner phone is to the best of my knowledge. I've never even heard of them. <sighs> okay. Um, and his former national secretary security advisor, John Bolton has pushed back on that claim. So, um, he's been correct from the start. He'll always be correct. Yeah. I mean, that's, 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 uh, that's America y'all. We America's ghetto. Let me let me hell. let me do that. Let me say that. <laughs> Just America is ghetto. And um we're gonna keep talking about it. Mm, yep. And you know, I just I just yeah. That's that's the politics. Hope for the future for our babies. Oh man. And my baby's in here like like jumping, jumping like crazy, jumping like crazy. And I forgot we, we didn't, we didn't type this down, but we do got our wrap ups. Mm. So we do, uh, we got our shout outs for our person of the day. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know who I want to make our shout out for today to be. Yeah. Oh, Summerly. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> because why not? Because <laughs> sis has been pushing y'all, and I just I'm you so know, proud of her. I, yeah, we are also proud of her. It ain't easy, and. So last time we did Katanji, this time we doing summer, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I I'm a I'm a see how long it takes for us to not pick a black woman, because <laughs> you know black it's women over here, be a black woman, it's like, always gonna be a black that's woman. just how I feel. <laughs> like someone's gonna do something, and we're gonna talk about them and let yeah. y'all know what they doing. So especially because we black women, exactly. Like <laughs> why not? Um, and then what else are we supposed to do? A quick game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which game you want to do today? Or a throwback. But what do we want to do? We want to do a. Last week we talked about a favorite memory from the nineties. We did. Do you want to do a? Maybe we'll do a a, a throwback song. Is that what's listed? Do we have a throwback song? Um, we don't have okay, a throwback a, song, we'll, but we can well, do that. What we, we'll say a song that had black people in a chokehold. Um, do we want to pick like a year? I think we just pick any song. Okay. <laughs> that had us that was just playing nonstop, like mm. everywhere you went, you heard this song. Like I feel like I know what song I'm gonna pick. Okay. So my song is gonna be uh it's the it's the uh i'm trying to remember what i said last week about the 90s that i i loved um the thing in homewood okay yeah all right so this is different i was like i don't want to say the same thing um the so so deaf all-star album the lime green album it came out i want to say maybe in 96 Mm -hmm. but it's the song my boo Boy, you should know oh, that. that song. Okay, that had us in a chokehold. I do remember that song. I remember like, when I was older. That was my jam. Hey, like hey, I listened hey, to that because I had I lived in Atlanta then, and I had that album because we had a a dance to another mix on that mm-hmm. album. And but my boo and maybe my boo was big because I lived in Atlanta too. Yeah. So that was on the radio all the time. <laughs> like all the time like that was the song like, i remember singing it as a kid like now that i'm looking back i'm like girl you did not even have a boo like no. he was like eight years old. literally literally no boo no boo but we when you didn't listen to the music the lyrics you just was like the singing rhythm it the jamming. yes because mm-hmm. that that's hilarious. even like the the whole escape <laughs> traces of my lipstick album why was i listening to that <laughs> why was i listening to that i was definitely like 10 or 11 <laughs> Because we was borrowing it from our mamas. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> our mamas had it. And we was doing stuff we had no business Basically. doing. <laughs> and listening to it. Yep. And they was like, they don't know what they talking about. <laughs> and I didn't. Didn't at all. That is hilarious. Because I really used to sing that song out with my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. Um, I think Ashley probably knows what my song is. Because I walked into her house singing it. And I don't know why it's stuck into my head. <laughs> Is it Keisha Cole? No. Oh. I was singing it. I was singing it, but I was like singing it under my breath, which is the Mariah Carey, We Belong Together. Oh. Do you remember when that song was out? Oh, and my it gosh. Just... That, that's the Emancipation <laughs> of Mimi album. Listen, this summer I had a moment. I was like, I'm listening to that album. And I listened to that album. 
a banger. Yes. I was, when I walked in, I kept singing we belong it. together. Yes. And I'm like, at first, I'm, I don't even know how it got into my head because I wasn't listening it. Was you listening before. to the Lotto song? Was you listening to that uh, the the no. uh, the remix? It's just I don't know. I just came in here and I was singing it. Like I was thinking of Keisha Cole the first time, yeah. but after I kept saying, I kept singing, "We belong together." <laughs> We belong together. We belong together. The circles. Look, the whole album is fire. The whole album. It was around the sneaker ball because I had played. Um, I what song was that? You gotta listen to the whole album because it's so good. Um, I made a whole reel on Instagram to this song for the sneaker ball mm -hmm. and because i had so much fun and I, no it wasn't shake it off it was um what she was, was talking about that boy stalking her like, no stress no fights i remember yeah, that, that whole song. it's like yes, that yes that yes, whole album yes. fire <laughs> fire Oh my yes. gosh! I just no. remember her, that I had us in a show. Yes, it, we was just like I remember like summer. It was just like you know Whammo at the time, like back then uh -huh. when they used to old do like the summer jam, yeah, and stuff like that. And I'm just I like the old Whammo. No, and I'm like I remember that song like yeah. no other because I I never got sick of it. Nope that <laughs> that song was it. It was on repeat. We belong on together. Mm -hmm. Yes, that was that's a good one. Man. Yeah. Well, that was, this was a good episode. It was a good episode. Back end, y'all was crazy, but we made it. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening, though. Whoever yes. makes it to the end, we appreciate you. Love y'all. Yes, and we'll be back. We'll definitely be back at least within the next two weeks, if not yes. sooner. Yes. Um, but this is your girl Ashley. This is Shavasha. And y'all have a y'all have a good one. Be safe. Peace. <laughs>